Hey everyone, Todd here from Droids Canada. Just as a reminder, Valentine's Day, the 14th of February, your favorite show, The Walking Dead, will be returning on AMC at 9pm. But don't worry, our show will be returning the following night on the 15th at 9pm. We'll basically discuss what happens in the show, rumors, and have some guest celebrities on the show, and whatnot. And make sure you check that out. You got multiple avenues. You got Stitcher, you got Podbean, you got iTunes, you got SoundCloud, you got obviously the Tangibound Network, and, of course, droidscanada.com. Don't forget, every Monday night at 9 p.m., starting on February the 15th. Yes, sir, we promised you a great many oh, here tonight. Last here, Andre, the China. WrestleMania! is running last. My God, what a Are you ready? What you gonna do, brother? Need a little statement? Stand with those Slim Jim! You are completely pathetic. You do not go rock at a man who's got a machine gun! And this is the inaugural podcast of Real or Jabroni. We're doing it for fun because we like wrestling. Is it wrestling or wrestling? It's wrestling. 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 And we're back. We're I, I, we figured, and actually AJ brought this up a while ago that man, we could do something wrestling a little bit here and there, or whatever. And I was like, well, I don't know because I really hate the rated G era. <laughs> really hate the rated G era. So we sat down, me and the Mountain Man. Mostly me, because he was tired from doing nothing. I'm on your side, buddy. And wrote up a list of possible topics. Oh, you realize I'm probably going to throw a lot of those out, right? You know what? Like (laughs) The whole WWE one, there's way too much we can talk about. Oh, exactly. I mean, even the 50-plus topics I listed there. I like underneath the Rated G era, there's only two topics there, if you notice that. Uh, I didn't notice, actually. Because <laughs> everything else sucks. Um, but we're going to start talking about some of the things that re- we really liked about wrestling before it went stupid. And that's really the nice way to put it. And AJ brought me into the world of the indies. I watched some <laughs> indie stuff, and I was like, okay, this isn't too bad. And he's like, no, you got to get into PWG. you yeah, you, you got to see some of this good stuff. And holy shit, fecal matter chants everywhere. Um, and, and I really like about PWG, not to get too far off topic, uh, is that the crowd really dictates that show in a way where – uh, they like they'll chant anything, and the Russells will end up just doing it just to, to appease the crowd. Two nine degree, times out of, nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten. Yes. But coming back to the whole reason for the podcast is we like wrestling. Me and him talk about wrestling all the time, even though I am not as hardcore of a wrestling fan as I used to be back in the. Uh, and I'll admit I'm not either. No, you know, it's it's to the point where, and, and when we just you know talk about what's going on in wrestling, it understandably why you know with the changes from when we were kids to now um it's not a shock that it you know my viewing of certain feds has dropped off 
Well, mind you, two of them are no longer with us, and the third one's on its way out. Um, I mean, we grew up in the and which it's funny because I talk to a guy at work all the time, and we talk about wrestling. He just got into wrestling within the last year, so he doesn't know what the evolution of wrestling is, and that's where I think a lot of the WWE's crowd is now is people that grew up at the tail end of the Attitude Era and some of it the ruthless aggression. So they don't understand, and I hate to say what good wrestling is, understanding ours was ten times more violent than than what it was for um, the current crowds, but it had good storytelling. It wasn't super cheesy. Um, like We grew up when we had WWE, we had, or WWF at the time, WCW, you mm-hmm. also had ECW, which yeah. before it got tainted. Can I say it that way? Would that be the best way to put it? Um, you mean before the, the, the WWE takeover? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even really acknowledge that, to be honest. I mean, I really like the and, one-night stand pay-per-views, is, but that was it. And I think anybody that was really a fan of ECW probably doesn't acknowledge it either. Right. But now time has come where a lot of people are starting to retire off, where our heroes like Hulk Hogan and, uh, well, Ultimate Warrior's dead now. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Ultimate Warrior, but he's kind of... I'm going to say, well, look Bret at... Bret Hart, Steve Austin, era, yeah. Most of the people, if you want to go back to, like, our golden era, which would be, you know, like Hogan, Savage, really most of those people have died. Well, I mean, not everyone's Piper. like Macho Man that he has to, you know, have a heart attack, and that still didn't put him down. It was when he hit the tree is when he died, and then stopped. He also stopped the rapture. Well, yeah, he know. did stop the rapture. We were he forever did. thankful. That's okay. That's, that's okay. okay. That's that's good. That's a positive. Yeah. Um. You know, we get the we grew up with Andre the Giant. We grew up with. Um, uh, demolition, the Heart Foundation, and then when we came into the '90s, and then the rise of the Undertaker, because um, he came in early '80s, but it wasn't really to the '90s that he was more established. And then we had the DX, uh, Triple H, Nation Domination. You had, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin come in, and then my one of my favorite storylines ever come in in the '90s was the Three Faces of Foley, um, which. To his credit, Foley wasn't exactly one of the best wrestlers of all time, technically sound wrestlers of all time. But okay, what he that's did, better. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, but what he did do with his body is what made him dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. and he always got a lot of respect for that. But I think the highlight that me and AJ can probably agree on out of all these storylines, all these angles that can happen, which was the, my favorite, most likely his favorite, was the Monday Night Wars. Because of everything that happened during that time period. Yeah, it was it was it was just solid overall. You know, you've got this constant battle back and forth, um, but between you know both sets of management, you've got them fighting over talent. Um, you know, back and forth, and uh, it, it was just insane during those times. You know, it, it was it was a real bloodbath, really, when you think about it. Literally, bloodbath. Yeah. I mean, there's how many times that Ric Flair bled like a sieve? Oh. Like, we can't even mention. Please, like a stuck pig. Like, I like, mean, you had the WWF at the time being helmed by Vince McMahon, who took over the company from his father. And then you had WCW, who had, like, I mean, that company I felt nothing but pity for. Because they had nothing but poor management for so many years. And then they brought in Eric Bischoff, and then, boom, you had the Monday Night Wars. Everything started coming online. But the backstory, the, the 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 backroom politics didn't change, and no. that ended up leading to the demise of the WCW. But what Eric Bischoff did was unheard of. He the, the little shenanigans he would do to win ratings 
Mm-hmm. As people, people used to get really pissed off at him about that. That's not something that you know. I'm surprised he never got jumped over. I, um, I, well, I mean, there was the the whole idea, especially with with the two at the time. You've got one that was live, one that was taped. Um, you know, and, and they had uh, who was it that actually did it? They they were on Raw. Luger they, was it Luger it was going Luger. over, and and at that point he appeared live on on the other show and so literally side by side he's on both at the same time yeah he showed up at the they did a show in a mall in minnesota the great i remember the name of the mall but apparently it's one of the biggest malls in the mall of america mall of america yeah and he showed up when Sting was having a match with rick flair i think it was the best part about mall of america it's owned by canadians (laughs) (laughs) irony Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm I wonder how that's working out with how our dollar's doing these days. But in the background of those two, you have this small emerging company that was willing to literally do anything physically just insane amount. Yet ECW helmed by, in my opinion, one of the most creative, one of the best creative geniuses of all time, Paul Heyman, who is now working for WWE as creative, and he's also still working with Brock Lesnar as a manager. Um, I like Paul Heyman. I've always liked Paul Heyman. But, I mean, it was very sad that ECW fell apart and WCW really picked the bones clean there. Um, they took all their top talent. There was nothing they could really have done about it. No. Um, well, there, there was there was other, you know, finances and things that were going on too, but um, it, it just couldn't compete. It, it never could. You know, when, when Vince exploded, you know, WCW exploding, the, the talent, they still had some. Um, but it, it's they just couldn't keep up. Plain okay. and simple. So over the next, I don't know how long we're going to be doing this. It could be a year. <laughs> we could. could we could potentially year. do this for a long time. Oh, there was so much um, we're going to talk about. Like we're not even talking about. I have a listing from just wrestler names to certain yeah. storylines um, to uh, stables. Like you get a stable like the NWO, that's not a five minute conversation. No, that's no, a that's very not. long conversation. And, and there's so many different stables you can talk about. You know, like you've got that. You've got how many iterations of the Horsemen? Um, you know, DX and its multiple iterations. Um, Evolution. You know, Fortune and, and TNA and everything all across the board. Like NWO, BWO. Uh, it wasn't. I think there was a. Uh, LWO for the Latino World War oh. at one point. They, there was a, a, a WO everything, you know? But you know what they didn't have that the NWO had? They what? didn't have the chairman of the NWO La Parca. That's um, what those other guys didn't have. Oh, well, he was he was the NWO man. Yeah, he was the chairman he, of the he NWO. He was the chairman of the NWO. Literally. He, that dude's still wrestling. I believe as scary it. <laughs> as that sounds. He's still wrestling down in Mexico. And to um, prove and to prove that me and the me and AJ do not know everything, I stumbled across something the other night that even blew his mind. I was looking up for the sound clip for the opening intro, a good Ric Flair woo, and I came across this sound clip video, sorry, of oh. Jay Lethal having a woo off with Ric Flair, and my God, that guy is talented. I couldn't believe it. It was actually it, like I, I can see where where in the timeline you know TNA that had it, it occurred, um, but and, and that's where I kind of was really off with with TNA anyways. Uh, but yeah, I was actually quite impressed um, at his imitation. It was quite good. Um, 
you know, uh, most of the mannerisms were a little off, but like vocally was pretty spot on. <laughs> the fact that he took his jacket off and then elbow dropped the jacket and shit, like that is classic flair shenanigans, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. He, he did a couple of knee drops and stuff. And he, oh, yeah, it was funny. And and even Flair in the ring, you know, in response, he just elbow dropped the canvas. You know, <laughs> he he didn't even have his jacket down. It, well, I wasn't just wasn't next to him. Now a lot of things have changed over the years. We've had in the eighties a lot of things were very primary. You had a heavyweight, you had an intercontinental, and you had tag team. And tag team was huge in the eighties. Mm-hmm. It kind of fell apart a little bit in the nineties, if I remember. Um, it, it came back. It did when? come back. When? <laughs> well, it started to come back when they started being creative, when they started doing the, uh, I think it was the late 90s when they did all those different factions because they were constantly having tag teams. I think they had, was it DOA? DOA? The biker? No. Yeah, DOA. They had DOA, then you had the Nation, and then you had uh, whoever Savio Vega's little group was. You remember oh, what I'm talking about, yeah, though? Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Then I, they started I, having a lot of tag matches again. Was. I think. But, but I'm not going to say it was all bad because they had a lot of good tag matches they were going horrible. into it. You, like, no, but I mean, in terms of a lot of tag matches over the years, like you had RVD and Kane as tag champions for a while, which wasn't really too bad of a run. They worked very oh, well I, together. Yeah. Rock and Sock connection. That was kind of funny. <laughs> like, I mean, it was just ridiculous because let's get it. Let's be honest here at this point. Big Foley was at the end of his career. He knew he couldn't take those bumps as much as he used to anymore. So wow. he had to, do, and he had to rely more on this comedic part of it. Uh, which really sold it. Now, when I turn on Raw, I cringe when I turn on Raw. I, I it's like I, I feel like they really ran out of ideas. I don't know how you can, um, or you can I, even you recycle some of the old ones and just change the scenarios. Yeah, I I I don't know. I was just I, I it, it's in my article. I know, I know you were you were getting ready to push it out. Um, I, I don't want to ruin it. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, it's it's rough. You well, know, it's, it's we're 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 fresh into 2016, and it's like uh, meh. That's that's how I feel. You and know, that's the prime of the issues that I've been having because I remember in the 90s and going to 2000s, you had great tag champions. You had the Hardys, you had Edge and Christian. Like, come on, Edge and Christian alone. How many times did they have the belts? Um, you had the Dudley Boys, and they had. Such great tag matches. How can you not respect that? Now, you you have these guys like one's called Ascension, which I sit there and stare at them, going, "So LOD was obviously not wanting to be remade, so you knocked it off as much as humanly possible." Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of them. It's, and then the Dudleys are back. I'm like, really? Yeah, they brought the Dudleys back. Um, well, it's you know, it, it's the the tag team side of things in general, I. You also have the in, Usos and the New Day, which don't uh, talk about the uh, New Day. Uh, <laughs> I just, yeah. No, no, we're going to go through it. Don't worry. I, I don't. I because I, I could go on for hours about this stuff. So this is what we're gonna do. What's, what's, just what this. it angers me. <laughs> okay, let's try feel, this. I can feel the anger, anger rising as we... out of this entire conversation. We will not speak out of the divas because that would just be a lot of anger, right there. Uh huh. I, I really do not care for this division. I, I I won't say I've never cared for, it because I mean when you saw the matches that even Trish Stratus had or even Lita back in the day. Or uh, I will admit. 
it's it's getting better. It's getting better. Um, it, it is, and some of the matches I will admit have surpassed um, those days. Um, it, it's still not good women's wrestling, in my opinion. Um, there, there's just so much better out there. It's just not in North America, unfortunately. Well, no, you they, got that. What, have, what's that? What's the name of that one wrestler that wrestles with Buddy from PWG? Candles Lorray. See, she's pretty solid. Yep. So that oh, yeah. makes she, me shake they, my head, going, "Why is she not being called up?" Yeah, like, because I mean, they they don't they don't treat their women wrestlers that way. They have that diva style. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're they're dainty. You know. Well, you also had those dainty. other people. You had like what was it Beth Phoenix? Yeah. The, I mean, the Glamazon. Yeah, the one that used um, to eat children, that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, and then you had the one heart. What's her face? I can't Natalia? Remember. Yeah. She's still around. She's still around. Okay. Yeah, she's still I around. She, she just can't, I think she just came back from an injury, actually. Um, but, but I think when, she wrestled on Raw this week, actually, as a matter of fact. But, I mean, with the women division, like, I, I see a women's match come on. It's it's not even worth watching, in my, in my opinion. It's it, not even worth most, watching. Yeah, in most cases, you're you're probably right. If you were to take some of the newer talent that's coming up, Charlotte, as an example, is better. Um, Sasha Banks, not bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The the they just pulled in uh, one from Japan. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name she goes by now. Asuka, if I remember, I I can't remember off the top of my head. Solid. Um, Overall, not you know they're toning her down, obviously, but then then of course there's there's the new one that came in, which is like a relative of the Rock, and I've just smacked my head, yeah, because I'm like it, it's it's like worse than um, I'm trying to think and, and make a, a male reference to it. <laughs> um, uh, I'll I'll okay. How about Giant Gonzalez? Giant Gonzalez. Is she going to have a black wreath match with the Undertaker? Um, and I watched this this person, and she's a big woman. Like she's she's huge, um, and she's just like absolutely overpowers all these other girls. She's and, huge. And that's eh? what they're playing it off. She's pretty big, eh? Oh yeah, so big it, for you to go. If you ever say this, that's, that's a, a huge bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge bitch. That's exactly <laughs> it. Like if you look her up, you'll you'll see. Yeah, that's a huge bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> And unfortunately, I think it's just because of her family ties that she's actually getting a shot. Well, that's happened. Let's things. be honest here. That's never happened before. No. Remember when Ric Flair's boy tried? Oh, oh David. Yeah, because that went out real well. Yeah. So daughter has a little more talent. So we'll just whip through the current roster right now. Actually, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to stick to the power 25. I just kind of want to go through and get your opinion. You know what? You can say you appreciate the person, respect the person, or you call him a fucking jabroni. I mean, let's just go – because you know what? I'm outside. I know some of these wrestlers. You might be a little bit more familiar than I am with some of these oh, guys. Oh, what are you like looking up a list of the top 25? I got the Power 25 right here. Power 25. Now, is this like the WWE Power 25 or is this like wrestling Power 25 in total? Let's just do the WWE one right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I don't th- – I, I was able, I was starting to look one up. I was like, ah, let's do the Power 25. This actually does have Divas on it, so we're just okay. going to skip the Divas part No, 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 no. We're talking – Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. You, you sure? You ready? Go for it. Okay. So this will be our show is called Real or Jabroni. This is based off of what AJ? The it was it was a clip from At Midnight. <laughs> um, it's funny how our show keeps getting made around. Through, 
And, well, it's Hardwick, man. He's fucking, he's God. He's, <laughs> he's, like, he's like Lemmy, but better. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, no, it was all about, they, they were going over different categories, and they had, the guests had to, to guess real or jabroni, whether or not the sheik liked them or hated them, plain and simple. I think so. what we'll do during our show is that we'll tweet every week when we're about to do a discussion uh, of, what's to say, a specific topic. We should tweet the the, the, the sheik. Uh, sheik and see if he says real or jabroni on it. <laughs> he uh, might, well, he, he said might. jabroni. This is going to be a shit podcast, guys. Give me no. Uh-oh. <laughs> sheik right. doesn't approve. So the number rank number 25 is Paige. So she Paige? ended her absence at WWE Universe by joining Natalia in a successful effort against the Total Divas. Um... I have no problem with Paige. I don't it, mind out, her. Out of, out of the divas that are there, she's one I can actually tolerate. Okay. So this is – you give this the real? Oh, it's a real. It's, it's a, real. a real. Give it a real. All right. Number 24 is R-Truth. Bum, <laughs> bum, bum, Jabroni. Fucking jabroni. What the hell? Like, has his character gotten so bad that he had to forget he was in the Royal Rumble and try having a money in the bank? Man? Like, I, what the I, fuck are you doing? That's bad writing, or they're hoping that he's got to quit. Like, you can't wow. embarrass him any more than this. Here, let's turn you into a running joke. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I never, when he was in WCW, um, when, he, when he came to W, I've never been a fan, to be honest. He, he's, to me, he was like a knockoff Booker T. True. Number 23 is Sasha Banks. I give her real. Really? I'm on the fence. I'll have to follow your reel only because I don't know much about her. But, I mean, after starting to watch a little bit more matches, I might get more into it. But number 22 is Ryback. Fucking jabroni. <laughs> jabroni. I have to follow you on the jabroni. I'm sorry. I mean, he is never – he's a big dude. He's very impressive physically. He's and, got and a lot of strength. If you read my article, it would explain my reaction. <laughs> I don't, that's why I'm not bringing up your article. I, I I glanced at it and I put it away. I don't want to know. I want to read it later. But, I mean, to me, I will always look at him as a Goldberg knockoff. Always. Okay. I, I'll give you that. Because he has the same attributes of Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Even looks like him, for Christ's sakes. Number 21 is the Dudley Boys. It's more of a little too little too late scenario. Uh, I I would have to say at this point, at this very moment, I will go with Jabroni. Fucking Jabroni. And end of career, you know, come on guys. Like literally I, I would I would say probably one of the uh, I, I would say top three tag teams of all time. Uh, if not number one. You know, if you're going with sheer numbers, probably you can put them at number one because of all the belts they've held all over the place. I agree, I agree. But come on, guys. They're, they're one, one of my favorite tag teams. Like, I was I was a huge Dudley Boys fan before they came to the WWE. You know, when I watched them in ECW and they finally came up, like, this is going to be the real deal. And they had a lot of great matches. They had, a, like, uh, WrestleMania 2000, tables, ladders, chairs, Matt Hardy, Edge Christian, Deadly Boys. Like, that match was amazing. Mm-hmm. They did things in that match that a lot of people don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. But having them come back together again, it's getting to the point of, this is stale, guys. It's time to move on. Mm-hmm. Number 20 is Jack Swagger. Fucking jabroni. Super jabroni. I have never cared for him ever. 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 Like, whether, it, whether it's with Jeb Coulter or without, no. I don't even care <laughs> at this point. I don't even care what he does. 
He just needs to go somewhere. You know, he reminds me of somewhat Mr. Kennedy in one way. He just I, irritates yeah, me. I like Mr. Kennedy. I did. I like the gimmick. Mr. Anderson. Good. Mr. Anderson, however, whatever fed he's in. Um, I didn't mind it, actually. I didn't like it. I knew he was a flash in the pan. I knew. Number 19, yeah. Chris Jericho. Oof. Wow. I love uh, Chris Jericho, but I when he came down to the ring and the Royal Rumble, I was like, put down the fork, bro. I'm, I'm going to go with Jabroni. <laughs> Same thing. Really? Yes. Fucking Jabroni. Oh, like, this podcast. Uh, I, you know, his own podcast. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, Jericho, through the years, has is, is been fantastic. Early years. Um, Lionheart, you know, back in those days. It, it, and I know getting older, you know, body changing, you know, he's he's packed on, you know. And, and we're not talking fat. Like, he's got a lot more muscle than he did back then. True. Sure, he's packed on a little bit of excess, but... It st- he still looks good. Yep. He still looks good. He's just not as good he- as he was in the ring. Right. And and if you watched Raw this week against AJ Styles, uh, I don't know. Hard to tell who is at fault at times, but it just wasn't crisp. No, and like he did, he did put on a good performance at the Royal Rumble. But I mean, it's oh. got to come to a point now. And this is kind of like. Even when Shawn Michaels was still kicking around, I still I still think Shawn Michaels kicked around five years longer than he should have. But I I I respect him. Like you know, there's certain guys that cut their losses and leave when they know it's time to go. Like I mean, like The Rock is a shine example. He comes back and does like maybe a match every other year, mm-hmm. but that's it. He doesn't he, need does to. He need to. He doesn't need to. And Jericho doesn't either. Like he's he's touring the world with his band, you know, which I enjoy. I enjoy his music. Um, I wish he would concentrate on that, to be honest, at this point. Number 18, funny enough, is AJ Styles himself. Um, I, I gotta go real. I'm still a fan. I know he slowed down, but oh, yeah, yeah, still a fan by far. And this is a, such an injustice to the WWE in the way that they took so long to recruit him. He has, was a driving force in TNA for how many years? Had such oh phenomenal matches. Oh my god, he he drove that company for like he would a probably be world champion now if he came if they took I him earlier. I guarantee he would have been at least uh, at least a couple of runs. He would have been in that same run. Orton, Cena, Styles would have been in there. I guarantee that. Even with his age, he still puts on good quality matches. And even that match I saw him when he came back in PWG, he had solid wrestling skills. He mm-hmm. had a little bit of ring rust, but I mean, he did well. The and- only, the only thing, and, and I think I know where the rust. Well, it wasn't rust. I think it's it's just a a sheer adjustment. Is that he's used to working in a much smaller ring? Yeah. You know uh, that WWE ring is a lot bigger than most of the rings he's ever wrestled in. So he's got his timing is off. Number seventeen is Becky Lynch. I go real. Really? She's in. She's in the up and coming diva category. She's a redhead too. I told you no gingers. Uh, and I think I she's probably a fake ginger, anyways. You think? So, yeah. I have to follow your lead on that one. Titus O'Neil is number sixteen. Uh, jabroni. Super jabroni. I don't like any his even his ring presence irritates me. He literally walks around as a knuckle dragger. <laughs> he really does. So just watching the yeah, rumble, he's like, "Oh, I'm a big guy." You're, he's more of a tall guy. I want to yeah. say he's big. Um, oh, he, oh, he's big. Like, he's, he's big, like, but I mean, in comparison to let's say a guy like 
Mark Lashley. Henry or Lashley or whatever. Like, I mean, he's, those he's, guys are big. He's fit. Yeah. He's not, he's not, you know, chunky or fat. He's, just, he's, he's muscular. It just so. a lot of his moves look stiff. Oh, and yeah. When he does this, that was that fallaway swim, he literally just tosses him away like they're a small child. Oh, yeah. Um, Dad's like, oh, that's cool. Uh, number 15 is Dolph Ziggler. I'm on the fence. Val um, Venus's brother. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I flipped short arms. Dolph, um, back and forth. I, I, I'd put him in the real category for now. Um, I think based by his skills, I will put him in the real category with you. But the fact that he has a Val Venus type angle, which was originally a Ravaging Rick Rude type angle. Yeah, he's he's gotten away from that for the most part now. Um, and he has short arms. <laughs> Who cares about his short his, arms? His arms, are, they creep me out. It's like he's got little midget arms. I can't explain I, I it. Think, I think he's due for a finisher update, though. What's that, a Famouser right now? Um, he, no, he did at one point, he's using it, it's called a zigzag, it's, it's kind of a weird, like, jumping neck breaker kind of move. Mm. Um, it, it, it doesn't look painful, never did, I'm like, I, I think he needs an update, he, he needs a new move. So he's real. Yeah. That's, that's four- the only thing holding, holding him back, I think. Hmm. Number 14 is Neville. Oh, he's all good. He he's oh. real. Like I mean, the guy is—he's got the size that he could be a heavyweight, but he's got like the agility of a you know a flyweight. Like this guy is all over the map, and his finishing maneuver is just disgusting to watch. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's one of the the indies that came through, um, and they're letting him go for the most part. Um, he is toned down, but if you look at some of his indie matches. You'll be like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and it's good because I noticed a lot of the Indies guys, they, they come in and they're quickly told to tone down right away. They have Quick, to. They have they to have because to. the WWE have so many restrictions on um, finishers and how um, – I they, get it. They only – I think the only, they only have a restriction on one. one um, no, there's a few. I actually watched – I read an article. Pile driver. It's a That's pile driver. The I saw only it. thing. The mo- the pedigree had to be modified. Pedigree hasn't been modified at all. Yes, it was. They released the arms now. Before he didn't release the arms. Oh no, there's still a lot of them. They're still holding on. Mm. Um, but I mean, Neville overall, though he has good man, he has good energy in his matches. I like watching. Even when he did his little Summer uh, SummerSlam bit with Stephen Amell, mm-hmm. it was solid. Like I mean, he ended up carrying the match. Sure, the green arrow and his red arrow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was that was good. It was good. Number thirteen is Rusev. Oh. Pass. Fucking jabroni. Uh, you know what? Jabroni. I think he could be so much more if they get him out of this stupid angle that he's in right now. I can't, With, it's the League of Nations or whatever. Is that, is that what it's called right now? Yeah, that's a new angle. This guy, not, not necessarily up. keep him, uh, put him face, but keep him heel. But, I mean, he's a big brooding guy, and he's actually good on his feet too. So, yeah. and, and they played off the whole, you know, unbeatable – you know, won't tap out type gimmick, and they drove it into the ground. Okay, we're not. Um, we'll go back to my original comment about Ryback. He's not Goldberg. Okay. Yeah, um, and and that's it. You know, it's it's that same idea though. They played that off for a long time. You know, then they played the whole you know gimmick with Lana and you know girlfriend. That was pretty stupid. Then over to Ziggler and back and forth love triangle, blah 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 blah. Then he got hurt and blah blah. Yeah, blah. and now apparently they're back together. Or whatever. It's, I, I just really don't care about character. Just, just you know what? Uh, I, I would love to see him get a gimmick overhaul. 
Yeah. Um, get away from this Bulgarian brute, you know, drop the I'm accent. I'm just tired something. of this East versus West bullshit. Like, I mean, how many years have they done it now where it's either, uh, like, Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter when he defected, yeah. or you had, uh... It's name? not. It's not Nikolai Volkov. Let's move uh, on. Nikolai right? Volkov, or what's what's his name? Heidenreich. Did oh my too? god! Yeah, Heiden. Yeah. Oh, Heidenreich. He was terrible. It's better than what's his face used to kick babies. What? What's his name? Schnitzky. Oh, Schnitzky. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can remember that shit. God, I like that. your poetry. You ever see that promo they did together? No. They're like I nose to like nose, it. and Schnitzky's like. I like your poetry. And Heidenberg's, Heidenreich's like, I like what you do to babies. And then they just sit there and they just breathe on each other for like five minutes. And that was the end of the promo. That's, that's bad. That was pretty disturbing. A lot of children cried that night. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so we're gonna, you're going to say Jabroni, huh? Oh, it, uh... For Rusev. Yeah, Jabroni, for sure. For, uh, sure. for now. I'm going to agree with you only because the gimmick's not helping him right now. As they say, new dude to boot it. <laughs> The Usos, Jabroni, fucking Jabroni. I'm I'm just not a fan of. I can't stand pretty much. Do you think any the Samoan angle is done right now? Do you think the Samoan angle is done? I, I'm fed up with it. I don't think they've having a good Samoan tag team since I don't know the Head Shrinkers. That and and even then, <laughs> there was three they, of they them. They were good for a couple of months. I have to agree with you. Just watching them rustle, I cringe, and then I just fast forward. Like it, it's, it feels like the head shrinkers and and everything all over again, with with a couple of extra moves thrown in. Okay, number eleven, Charlotte. Real. I, I think so as well. She's I'm, the daughter I'm, of Flair, right? Well, yeah, that's that's yeah, Flair's daughter. Um, there, there's a group of the divas, like I say, that have kind of. They're, they're calling them the Diva Revolution, and, and they are because they are kind of changing the outlook on women's wrestling in WWE. So it, it's getting there, it's, or rather it's getting better. Um, it's still not where it could be, but, you know, it takes time. Number 10 is Alberto Del Rio. Jabroni. Never Super liked. fucking Jabroni. Jabroni. Um, I never cared for him ever. And and he's bounced around. Um, like he was gone. He was well, he was with WWE for a while. He left. Uh where did he go? Ring of Honor briefly. Um he then went to Lucha Underground briefly. He went under like Alberto Del Patron or something. Um and then all of a sudden I think the only reason he came back is because of Seth Rollins' injury at that point, that they needed someone else in the title picture, mm-hmm. which pisses me off for one. Um, well, which leads to who could be in the title picture, which is now <laughs> ranked number nine, is going to be Kevin Owens. Um, yeah, he, he's a real in my book, always has been. I think Kevin Owens puts on solid matches. Um, for, for a big dude. For her, a big dude especially. <sighs> I don't know how many guys that size you see doing swantons. Bam Bam Bigelow. He never did a swanton. He never tried. <laughs> There's a difference. I'm you sure know. he could have done. Like he, he is like, to me, like a new age Canadian Bam Bam Bigelow. Like this guy has big size. He has big moves. But I think, and this is going to go to a finisher conversation, this pop-up powerbomb, which I hate when people say it. I don't know why. His finishing move is a pop-up powerbomb. I'm like, Today, Junior, 
Like seriously, pick and yeah. get in a finisher. I get that he can't have the package pile driver. And that, that, I, I agree, and I see where they're coming from. Not to give him the package pile driver, but at that one point, I sat there and I was watching a match, and he lined a guy up and he picked him up, and I was like, "Is he gonna give him the package pile driver?" Because he set it up, and he lifted, and all of a sudden he he kind of like tossed him to the side. That was against um, John Cena. He he's done it a few times. Yeah, he did. You John know, Cena. And, and it's just like a package toss. Like it's just. I was like, oh my god, are we going to see it? And then he just kind of tossed him, and I'm like, okay, interesting change. Obviously not a finishing move. He's had uh, – and if you if you were to take a look on YouTube at like like a top 25 move list of, of you know Owens or, or rather Kevin Steen um, back then, and you see some of the moves he's used, he could. And he has brought some of them in with him, but some of them – he'll never pull off against some of these guys. No. no. Um, because of their sheer size. Like, right. you know, if he's doing it to Sami Zayn or, you know, a Neville, things like that, the smaller guys, he can pull some of those moves off. But you get a guy like Titus O'Neil, never going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it, it, and, that, and that's where it comes down. He needs that finisher that he can pull off to anybody. And well, I think it was just something quick. And he's used it for quite a while, so... Like, it's kind of like what William Regal. He couldn't do any real high-impacting finishing moves for years. What did he use? The knucks in the pants. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Don't knock um, something. Well, then he, then he went to the uh, Regal stretch. Yeah, the Regal stretch. Uh, the the STF with, I guess it's... STFU now. Um, no, his was different. Um, it was more, I think it was a head and arm mm-hmm. as well. Not just, you know, the, the head. But... His was a slight variation, but it worked. Right. Um, but I, that's my only thing. I, I'm going to give him a reel, but, I mean, if he doesn't change his finishing move soon, he's going to be a jabroni to me. It's going to hurt me to do it. But I, I still have no problems. I'll still watch a match of his any day. Number eight's Kalisto. Um, the king of flight. <laughs> no. Really? No. No, that's no. a bold comment. That's a bold. That's a bold statement, and I will. I will. I will. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> not compared to Neville by far. Maybe in WWE, but overall, hell no. Um, I'll give him a real. Yeah, you know, he does put on good matches. I'm. I'm not going to knock him at all. That I think. And he... and he's and and the thing is, I think they're the only reason he's got a push is because his partner's on on the shelf right well, now. He's got a belt right now, so I yeah, mean, he's, he's got the the belt, but uh, U.S. belt. It's more because Sinkara is uh, is on the shelf. All uh, right, I'm positive. It was, I think it was shoulder. All right, it's time to piss you off. Uh oh. Number seven is the new day. <laughs> Fucking jabroni. jabroni, super jabroni. Like I get their angle to it. But <laughs> it's so bad. I, like, like it's not even. I'm sorry. It, the one thing and and it. New day sucks. Xavier Woods. Now, he does a lot of stuff. Now, not just wrestling wise. Like he's got like his YouTube channel is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and it's all with the wrestlers, which is great. Yeah. You know, they play video games. They have little tournaments. Hilarious in that. Um, all he is really is like a fucking cheerleader now, which is disappointing because he's actually a good wrestler. Mm -hmm. He's being wasted. I don't know if he if, if it's due to injury or or what, but I would like to see him wrestle. Um, 
he wrestled in TNA for a while. He was actually doing a uh, Apollo Creed knockoff. <laughs> Apollo Creed knockoff. Yeah. He, he was wrestling under the name Consequences Creed. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. So. And then you had Kofi. Kofi Kingston! Good old Kofi Kingston, yes. And what happened there? I mean, he had such a good push going for such a long time. Uh, is it one of the... That I remember, obviously, uh, as a face, and now it's like... Now we're gonna dance around and keep chanting today. Um, and, and I think it was a question because by the same, um, the same scenario that you know, at, as with Kofi, he was on kind of a down downswing. Big E got a big push. Yep. All of a sudden, you know, kind of on the downswing. It got Xavier Woods not really doing a whole heck of a lot. Hey, let's let's we've got this idea. Throw it together. See how it works. So it's clearly. I'm not saying the new day is not working. It's working in a way that it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's getting dry now. I mean, sometimes you, you can't have a tag team like even the Hart Foundation, probably one of the, one of the better tag teams out there, came to a point it was time to split up. Mm-hmm. You know, and the new day's gimmick is really not the greatest to begin with. So. And the fact, I like the little shenanigans they do, like give it the Royal Rumble when Kingston, Kingston got eliminated, but he caught him on the shoulders and then carried him around the back, like the the ring. And, and that was yeah, fun. Like I mean, Kofi's had that that thing running with him for years. Um, you know, the one he was like hopping around the ring uh, outside the ring on one foot because both feet had to touch the floor. I remember that. You know, um, or the one where he didn't he he landed on the stairs. Yep. And then, or another one where he was like on a ladder, or something. I seem to recall, or yep. a chair. You know, it, he's he's had those kind of rumble moments, or battle royal moments in general. Um, and, and it's just continuing, and I think they're going to do that with him as as kind of his little gimmick. You know, year in year out. So, number six. Oh boy. Oh. Seamus. Oh, Jabroni. Fucking Jabroni. I, you know, I, I couldn't stand him. Like, like spray tan or something. Like <laughs> He's white. He's pure white. Irish, apparently. I, oh, don't think, yeah. I don't think he's actually from Ireland, but I mean. Uh, I don't know. He could be. <laughs> he's pretty. He's got he's, the skin of a ginger. <laughs> Christ, he's, not, he's got white, no freckles, white. though, so he hasn't stolen any souls. That's for sure. I mean, I've never oh, cared no, for no, a No, no, no. He, he is. Yeah, he is Irish. Yes. Well, he, uh, well, but I mean, in terms of his overall skill, like he's a decent uh, entertainer, but his current angle right now is not working for me um, whatsoever. No, I, like, okay, he got the the whole push, the money in the bank thing again, um, and then the dump to to Roman Reigns, unfortunately. But now it's like, as soon as that was done, here, let's throw you in this League of Nations crap. Um, that whole angle is so stupid. I, I I don't get it. You know, like it's well, not from a different good countries. Time. They're all from different countries, AJ. Yeah. Oh, oh that's I, why no, they're League of Nations, AJ. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, heads up on that. They're not from North North America, dickhead. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's it's the question of okay, why do we have this League of Nations? There's no major stables going on right now. There's nope. no major feuds or anything going on aside from New Day um, and and this league, and they're not going to be duking it out anytime soon. Like, really? It, it just... 
out of place. And then number five is going to be Dean Ambrose. I mean, I look at this guy, and this is what I see. I see an anti-hero. I see someone that could kind of be like Steve Austin, but not. I mean, he has that typical go-fuck-yourself attitude to a lot of different things. He's got no mic skills, in my opinion. When he starts talking, I mute him like I'm watching a Britney Spears music video. I just can't deal with him. But, I mean, overall, in terms of skill, I enjoy his matches, except for when he gets pushed back to the ropes and he uses his leg to catch. Oh, that, that irritates I, that, me. I'm that like, little, like, uh, the little wacky clothesline or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It irritates me because it's so cheesy. But it, it it's his thing now, right? I get that it's his thing, and I'm sure when The Rock did the people's elbow for the first time, people mocked him for doing it, too. It's just, ugh, you don't need to do that, I guess. But, I mean, he's, he's, he's the IC champion right now. Is he going to be a WWE champion eventually? I think so. But I don't think he would have a good long run with it. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, flagship material. Do, do I think he's going to hold the belt at some point in the next five years? I would say yes. But it's just, I don't, he's real, but I don't foresee him being a good champion. I can see him holding the belt for someone. Or 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 at this or at that point, you know, go back and forth in in a big you know IC title reign. Yeah, go go with a nice long feud. He's with, a good with IC Owens. champion. Like he, yeah, he can definitely have a good long run. Like, let's take the Austin Rock run when they had with the Intercontinental Belt. It was a long run, but it was a very good fun run. Like it had a lot of different things. They, I mean, they obviously went out and fought each other for the WWE Heavyweight eventually. But I mean, their their IC run was fantastic. I, it was fun to watch, and I think he could if you get a guy like Owens to go up with him in that type of uh, rivalry. I think it'd be fantastic. But number four is automatically real. I don't care if you say he's jabroni. It is the man, the Suplex City himself, Brock Lesnar. What What do you think I'm going to call it? You say jabroni? Absolutely, I am. Fucking you hate jabroni. Brock Lesnar. I hate Lesnar. You know what? I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened because I was never a Lesnar fan. Never a Lesnar fan whatsoever. You, you know what it was? I know exactly what it was. He's a Paul Heyman Su- guy. No, no. It, it's the idea, the fact that he suplexed John Cena like 20 times that one match. <laughs> that and could be a part of it. because it was John Cena. No. Suplex City. That's it. You gotta That's give him props for how his. You gotta give him props for the Royal Rumble. He did take down the, the, the Wyatt family almost That's by himself. Yeah, well. Who else was going to do it? Nobody. Would have been the big slow. No. I don't even think he's even. T- I don't even think he's in the power of twenty-five. That's big, big slow. No. Why would he? Why it's the big slow. Exactly why he's not there. Oh God. Lesnar still. You know what? The problem is, is that I never want him to be champion again. Because when he's Lesner? champion, yeah. Because oh, when he's champion, he wrestles like once in a while. You don't see him that often. He does some good backstage gimmicks and runs and stuff like that. But you know what? I like him when he's just he has no belt because then he wrestles more. You get to see good matches. He puts on good matches. It's just no, as long as he doesn't go back on the top rope. I don't know what fine. you're watching. <laughs> Not WWE programming as of like I, I, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> if if he's putting on good matches, I, I wow. I don't know how I WWE feel about the next must one. Be like a godsend to you. I don't know how I think about the next one though. It is the Wyatt family is one ranking. I don't I, really. Um, I like Bray Wyatt. I really. I, I, I will break it down as this. Okay. I will give Bray and Luke Harper a real. I'll give 
what's the one? Eric Rowan and this new guy Strowman. I'll give them jabronis. Fucking the jabroni. big dudes in the stable. Mm-hmm. Like this is almost like uh, almost like a Bobby Heenan family stable. Bray Wyatt is the smallest one of the bunch. He's a big dude, and he's a big dude. <laughs> like he's got an excellent finishing maneuver, and which oh, really. I, I love the sister Abigail. sister Abigail, but what really pisses me off is when he fought Undertaker, he could have took the torch. They should have gave him the torch because he can do that kind of phenom kind of angle with a lot of things. He does a lot of those type of things the Undertaker used to do, and he's really, you know, you can't tell what he's going to be doing next. He's very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And just a lot of his angles and how he does stuff, like the lights coming off. I like the whole lantern entrance. Mm-hmm. It gets old after a while, but, I mean, I like uh, the angle of it. I, I like the gimmick. I do. Um, you know, coming from a big wrestling family, what are you going to do? Um, you know, the Wyndhams and the Rotundos. So, <laughs> you yeah, know, he, you've, got, you've got Barry Wyndham. You've got Erwin Arshyster, you know, uh, as your IRS. Yeah. Oh, that's Jesus. the family he comes from. So it's a big family. The, the Blackjacks. Um, that's that's long, long history. And to right. have wind and blood in you, let alone anything else, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's actually that's actually his first name is Wyndham. Yeah, but I mean, he puts on such great matches, and I think oh, he yeah. could have been a good face. Understanding that they flipped him back to do a, he's a good heel too. Not saying he's oh, not. Yeah. I, but, I prefer him heel to be honest. But yeah. And then number two, here we go. I wonder who it's going to be. Roman Reigns. <laughs> what? What? Number two is Roman Reigns. I already know who, obviously we know who number one is, which uh, we'll get to. J- jabroni. Fucking Jabroni. The jabroni of them all. Oh my God. Uh, Wait, hold on. Superman punch. <laughs> that is. I'm, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, seriously, let me get this straight. You have the ability to do a single punch, which he cocks like a shotgun, which I love that, by the way. And he, you know, I don't know why people are like, oh, he's so hot. I'm like, my God, this is one ugly motherfucker. He's like Adam Driver, but rustling. Like, oh, this my is- God. Wow. <laughs> you went there. I did. I wish I had my Winter Soldier tattooed arm, too. But I don't, because I like to get jobs. But... This guy, his wrestling repertoire is not the greatest whatsoever. The crowd hates him. They don't know what what to to think of him half the time. And that's the thing, though. At least with John Cena's matches, they were still okay. His matches, you're like, Ugh. I don't know. Like the whole gimmick of him pulling number one or number two, or whatever he did for the Royal Rumble. Oh, it was, that was all set up. It was. It's, come it's, on, we've seen Reigns written the authority. You knew, you knew what was going to happen. You know, that, they they put a, they put the title up. It, it's just like really, and I, I get into that in the article. So I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, no, I'm gonna put the article up. Well, Sunday night, and then you can we'll promote it at the beginning of the pod. Well, you just promote it now. Just make sure you go to joyscan.com read his article. There, done. There, wow, ho. Oh. And uh, from the moment I saw Roman Reigns when he was with the Shield, I was okay. The moment okay the Shield the was shield. over with, I was like, no. Yeah. And I, then, I, I was when the Shield came in, and I saw who was in it. I'm like, okay, Reigns, I get. Rollins, okay. Ambrose, okay. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, Rollins is solid. Always has been, even in the Indies. Um, you know, Ambrose, same thing. 
I'm not as much of a fan of, of him, but but Reigns, I'm just like, okay, so he's like the muscle, mm-hmm. you know? And, and yeah, no. <laughs> I, I just don't have any words. So I'm, I'm just going to say he's jabroni at this point. Not even The Rock can save him. Mm-mm. At this point, and the number one rank only because he won the Royal Rumble, Triple H. I w- I will say Jabroni, fucking Jabroni. Yes, I will say Jabroni because, but you know what? I don't think he was supposed to win it. I think what was yes, supposed to was. happen. Then we finish. Is that they were probably gonna if Rollins wasn't hurt, this probably would have went to Rollins. If that was, oh. if that angle was available at the time, I think he was just kind of backfilling the spot. It's kind of like what what happened years ago with McMahon, where they didn't have enough heels, and then he put himself in the limelight. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think what Triple H is doing right now, the whole authority thing, I think that he's just filling the role because you got so many right. people out of injury. You got Cena out, you got Rollins out. Those Orton. are Orton, Orton, a oh. he can be a fantastic face or heel. Either one, you he's know, a, he's on the shelf too. So. You've got, you know, with with Orton and Cena, you, you've got two of your bread and butters, you know, that, that are laid up for who knows how long at this point. Um, Rollins, he's out for a sizable amount of time. You yeah. have to do something. So they, they turn around, they throw the belt to Reigns because they figure he's probably next in line. The crowd doesn't know what to do with him. Yeah. They don't know. They're like, some days they, they, they cheer. Um, the rumble, they booed him, you know, <laughs> they off, off and on, you know, then it's sad when AJ Styles gets a better pop than your champ. I think AJ it, Styles got a better pop than almost everyone in the rumble. Oh, he did. He did. And even when, when he got knocked out, they were still chanting it, mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty sad. Uh, but it, it's one of those things that, you know, I, the crowd isn't stupid. You know, like, you set this up and you've got Reigns as number one. You know he's not going to win it. Like, just you want to throw the, the ending out there? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sure probably a good 75% of the crowd knew who was going to win. I hope not. I, I really, really, really hope not. So this is really the inaugural podcast of of uh, Real versus Jabroni. This is the first of many. And, and we just scratched the surface. Kids. Really did. Well, and that is pretty much what we're going to discuss today. Like I said, this is the first of many that we will be discussing over the long period of time. So I, I have a feeling you probably didn't expect it to go as long as it did. No, this went <laughs> about 15 I, minutes longer than expected. Yeah. That's good, though. I don't mind. So you'll be able to find this podcast on our account on Podbean, droidscanada.com, and there will be actually a SoundCloud account made specifically for this podcast. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, why not? And I might even make its own iTunes account as well, just to help grow it. Um, but it is a part of the Droids Canada family, so be sure to check that out at droidscanada.com. Um, and I was going to say with Chimichanga, we can't say that. No, we can't. It's a new show. New show. We're going to have to come up with a new tagline. We will. We will. Hello? Hi, can I speak to Champ? Who? Champ? Is Champ there? Who is Champ? That question will be answered this Sunday night! Hey, sir! Taking on Shane! Quit calling my house! The Undertaker! Quit calling me! See a punk! And-
Triple H of the Big Show in a spit-swapping makeout match.